welcome to the Biohacker's Guide for Women Only. You are listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Woman. I am Jessica Fernandez-Cruz. And I am Yen B. Trung. Life extension, longevity, biotech, digital health technology, and prevention are all the fields of health that we've been working in for over 15 years. We've worked alongside world-renowned physicians, Nobel laureates, experts, and top biohackers. We were at the forefront of a lot of the science that is being used today for biohacking. Our mission is to bring to you all this knowledge and information and create a biohacking community for women. Join us today on our journey into biohacking our bodies. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, Wonder Women. How are we feeling today? Yenvi, good to see you. What's up? Hey, Jessica. I'm feeling great. What about yourself? I'm feeling very well and very strong. I'm actually noticing the impact of the intermittent fasting challenge that we did this past 15 days. How about you? Oh, I feel great. I did intermittent fasting as a lifestyle for about six months or so, stopped it, and then did some other stuff, came back and always kind of fasted intermittently, maybe one or two days. But in this fasting challenge, what we did was 18 hours of fasting and six hours of eating, right? No, actually, it was 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating. I was going to say, I did not do 18. (laughs) (laughs) I went into 18 to 20 hours, but what we did consistently was 16 hours of fasting and then eight hours of eating. And I'd be interested in hearing what your hours was versus what my hours of consistent fasting was. Hmm. Well, for me, I had a challenge because there was a time where because of the things I had to do certain days, I was a little scared to do the fasting period because I was not sure when I was going to eat afterwards. And therefore, I decided to break the fasting and just eat something before I left. So I must say I was not very good at doing the 15 days every single day. But I probably did altogether 10 days that I really committed to the intermittent fasting. I noticed something that I think is my my lesson from the experience. I felt more energized and less hungry. This was fascinating because people think like you stop eating, how can you have more energy? But I did feel that for sure. How about you? Oh, definitely. That's that's one of the reasons why I combine certain diets with fasting, for example, like ketogenic, right? Because of what your physiology goes through and how it, your body uses the resources that that is available to it, right? And so there's there's a lot of science behind one is intermittent fasting and different types of diets, which we'll start we'll go into later on, which I think is really great to talk about. But definitely felt a lot of energy. That's why I was able to go through up to 20 hours. And sometimes as part of that as well is because during the day I go through, I've been working on flow states, right? And so that that's what pushed me to the 20 because then I realized, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten. And so that hunger was in there. And then you're you're in flow state as well. And then so you realize when you get out of it, you're, you haven't eaten for 20 hours, but you still have all this energy and strength. So that, that's the, really the benefit of, of fasting. And then there's some, a lot of science and then the combination of that with other, you know, um, your lifestyle. Exactly. Yes. 
I think also one of the things that I find interesting about this whole process where we start choosing how we eat and what we eat has to do as well in understanding how we metabolize everything, right? And I would say like, this is probably a concept to take with you, you Wonder Woman who's listening. If this is something that you want to improve, learn a little bit about your metabolism and how different diets impact your metabolism. Because very interestingly, when you get into the intermittent fasting process, you are switching the way your body is metabolizing or the metabolic rate at which you know, you're going to burn calories. And it's, it's very interesting that you go from glucose to fat. Your body is intelligent that way, right? Exactly. And your body burns, you know, loves burning fat because it's much more efficient and your brain actually loves burning fat as well. And so that's why you feel more energy. That's why you feel more invigorated because you're switching from burning carbs and glucose to burning fat at an efficient rate. And also your mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of your cells, loves fat fuel as well. So here's words to remember the mitochondria, the powerhouse of your cells loves the fat fuel. See, when we start understanding this language, it's much easier to start making choices. So biohackers, and I pause here just so that we all engage into this new language and start becoming familiar with it so that we can make the right choices for feeling our best and and thriving really, right? (laughs) So let me, um, give you a challenge that I had with the intermittent fasting was previous to our 15 day challenge was I I was fasting maybe two or three days out of the week. But it was a a challenge in the sense where I I was having breakfast and skipping lunch previous to our challenge. And then so I had to change my calendar around or my schedule around to eating lunch, right? Because I I would eat so that I can sit down and just work and do my thing for the day. And then I I have a dinner or something, right. Or a snack or something before a workout. And so because of switching that, it kind of threw threw me off my schedule. And what a lot of people are going to find is from a social aspect is it becomes a challenge because then, you know, if you're having dinner, your family, or I know my husband, when he did intermittent, what worked for him was skipping dinner, but we're all sitting around having dinner and it's from a social aspect, it wasn't fun for him. And so really play around with it. You don't have to do seven days a week. There's two day fast, there's three day fast, but be flexible with it because you still get the benefit of fasting and putting your body through that, through that state. Yeah. I love that you bring that up because I was actually going to say this, that after having done this intermittent fasting, where I decided to eat early dinner and then skip breakfast, I realized that what would work best for me was actually to skip lunch because of this. In the end, you know, dinners here in Spain are always late. So I thought if I skip dinner, that means I cannot go out with family or friends and or I'm sitting there at a table and everybody's eating because I have to eat dinner at 6.30 instead of 9.30, which is the normal time here. So for me, finding out the best way to be consistent is probably the message that I would want to bring to the people is there's a way, just try the different ways and find the one that you can actually fit in your schedule without a problem. And this is why I love biohacking. There are all these ways and science behind what works and what doesn't. And and it's really a jigsaw puzzle for your own body and your own health, your own beauty, your own mind, right? And so there are all these ways that you we're going to introduce, you know, for our audience to 
to learn from and then try out and say, this works for me. Oh, I really love this. I should incorporate this into my daily living, right? And so there's a lot out there. Jessica and I have been open to it, experienced it, seen it. Know some of the most important doctors in the world um, who've discovered a lot of the science behind uh, some of the stuff that we'll be introducing. But just being open to it and trying it, you'll the benefits from just you know from what you learn from it is just it's it's incredible. And I think one of the subjects that we should bring up maybe today because it comes fits in with this concept of intermittent fasting is the diet, right? What are we going to eat? Even though we do intermittent fasting, are we aware of what we're choosing as nutrients for our body? And, you know, Yemvi and I were discussing this and we thought there's actually three things to consider when we pick a diet. We talk about diets, which is the typical term that we use in, in our more commercial way, which is the diet to lose weight, right? We pick a diet because we want to lose weight. But then there's also a reason to pick a diet, which can be more of a prevention approach or a longevity approach, which is the diet that's going to make me live longer disease-free. Ah, that's also an option. And then finally, which is the the diet that's going to give me the most energy, that's going to make me feel full of energy to work out, to do my thing, to stay focused, so from that space, what is your opinion on this, Yambi? Um, I think there's there's a lot out there. And what, what we should do is just kind of go over the top five. I, I would say, you know, the top five that we're probably all hearing about either from our friends or on Facebook or on Instagram. And everybody has their own results from it. Everybody gets some type of results. But again, just like Yesica's in, in Spain and I'm here in the U.S., where our lifestyles and our social living is very different. And so yeah, let's, let's see what, you know, what works for you. Just, you know, we'll give you some, some tidbits on, on these different diets. Some of them are, you know, for cutting weight and it could be short term, but it may not be a lifestyle diet. It may not be a way of living, but it'll get you to where you need to. Yeah. And you mentioned this in the first show. I, I remember this because it's important that we understand that there's, a certain weight where you're at your best. So in this process of biohacking, you're always going to try to stay in that weight. And maybe in certain times, because you try different things, you're going to need to lose weight. So which is that diet going to be that you're going to use to lose weight? And then there's there's the, the lifestyle diet where that's just a way of living, right? That's socially, you know, what to order on a menu because your body just does well with it, right? And so one, one thing I, I heard recently that I want to share with everyone regarding how we think about diet is, you know, every animal has their, like a carnivore, like a lion will eat meat. You have an herb that will eat plants, right? And so every animal has a certain diet. And then when that animal eats outside their diet, what happens? They get sick. So what is the human diet, right? And the one thing with humans is that we are we get, have the ability to really analyze ourselves and say, how do I fix it so that this is a human diet for me, right? And so I think that's where we're special is that we're we're able to modify it and make it make ourselves optimal versus, you know, I'm sure a lion will know which meat is the best for it when it's out in the wild hunting, you know, or it just gets whatever it can get. So Jessica, why don't you go over the, the five diets that we'll touch on and then let's hop in. That 
let's start. Okay, good. So we're going to talk about different diets. As I said, we talked about longevity. So which are like the so-called longevity diets that we want to be aware of? We thought the two most important concepts to remember is the calorie restriction diet and the Mediterranean diet. So we'll talk about that. With that, comes, of course, the plant-based or plant-rich diet, which is also considered like a sustainable diet, a diet that is not only good for you, but for your environment. And then a more energetic approach about diet would be the ketogenic diet and a weight loss diet as well, and the low-carb diet, which are the diets that we were considering. There are, of course, many other diets out there, but these are probably the ones that people talk about the most. So if you want, I'll just start with the Mediterranean diet to get started and talk about our longevity experience together because Yevdi and I actually met when we were both working with different laboratories and biotech companies, and we were very much focused on on prevention and, and longevity. So the Mediterranean diet, so for anybody who's interested in this, I first want to give you a website because there's a study, which has been the largest study that has been made. It's 7,500 individuals, I think, participated in the study over seven years to see the level of prevention that the diet offers, especially focused on metabolic and cardiovascular disease. So if cardiovascular disease and metabolic disease is in your family, this is probably the diet that you want to look at. It's a diet that is very rich because it offers all kinds of products. You're not very limited in the sense that there's fruits, vegetables, pasta, bread, rice, herbs, spices, garlic, onions, eggs, white meat, fish, uh, potatoes, and everything is in this website that I'm going to give you. You will see the pyramid and it's going to tell you exactly the amounts and frequency that you need to take throughout the week. It's the PREDIMED study. So that's P R E. D-I-M-E-D dot E-S. So please have a look at that if that is your, your most important goal is really to prevent the onset of chronic diseases because this is the diet for that. It's very interesting because at the base of the pyramid, they don't only put the food, but they also add the lifestyle that goes with it. So it talks about regular physical activity, adequate rest, conviviality, like living together, which is a very Mediterranean thing, but it's definitely considered a way of preventing, right? And then the other part that it refers to, where it links very well with what you were saying about the plant-based diet, is that it's important for biodiversity, seasonality of the food. So you don't eat the same food every season. That's also interesting. Traditional, local, eco-friendly products, and this is beautiful, the culinary activities. So there are activities that the society does to learn how to eat. So This would be one that I definitely encourage people to have a look at if your goal is to prevent disease. The other one, and I go over this very quickly and I hand it over to you, Yemvi, is the calorie restriction diet. Well, obviously you're going to lose weight when you lower your caloric intake, but there are two things to highlight about this. The fact that you're going to slow down your metabolic rate and at the same time, This is all the theory behind it is that you're also going to decrease the number of free radicals in the cells. So what we're doing with that is protect our DNA and therefore there's going to be less less damage in the cell and less disease and longer life. Now, this is all theory because we found it in mice and it's definitely something that the aging world is looking into. Whoever is listening, if you want to look into that, always remember that calorie restriction is not malnutrition. 
We have to be very careful in the food that we choose to eat when we go for calorie restriction and encourage you to use a nutritionist for that. So those would be the, definitely the longevity ones. And then finally, the plant-based diet or plant-rich diet, which is the sustainable diet. The diet that is not only about my health, but every process in my environment is affected by the food I choose. It's a very conscious approach towards food. 75% is plants, legumes, and 25% would be meat, white meat, fish, and this would be a beautiful plate that you can actually make with the ingredients of a Mediterranean diet. If you want to know more about this, I would say, I told you this last week, I hope you bought the book because this book is really all about conscious eating and understanding how food impacts our environment. It's the food fix from Dr. Hyman. And he says here, it says how to save our health, our economy, our communities, and our planet one bite at a time. So if this is something that you're concerned about, go for that book, 100%. <laughs> has a lot of great books. He has, I think, 11 New York Times bestsellers. He does. Hmm. So he's, he's really the authority of plant-rich eating. But I, I wanted to add something to the plant-based and Mediterranean. The way I see plant-based and Mediterranean, Mediterranean has a social aspect to it, right? Meaning that the reason it's, there's a social aspect is because there's activities involved. There, It's not just a diet, but it's a li- lifestyle, right? It's a living. It's a way of living. You have a glass of wine and it's family meals, meaning a family sharing, right? So you put something in the middle and it's healthy. It's, you know, um, a bowl of pasta, whole grain pasta, you know, very little red meat, for example, and low in saturated fats, a lot of fish, you know, and as Jessica mentioned, there's there's a frequency of how often you eat certain types of meats and certain types of dairy and that kind of thing. And the social aspect of it versus plant-based, where plant is really the plate portion itself, the ratio that's on the plate, it's versus, you know, if you want to live like a Mediterranean life, you know, then that's, that's why Spain is considered the healthiest country in the world, probably next to South Korea, right? Because of, of, you know, they they have their kimchi and their fermented food and everything that's that's known for longevity, but that's just a food itself. But if you think about just a healthy lifestyle of living, it's it's really the Mediterranean lifestyle. And if you look at the way these diets are set up, there's a general idea of of the diet. And then there's a very specific guideline and rule of the diet, just like Mediterranean plant-based. Mediterranean is the lifestyle. It's the general guideline of living. And then plant-based is, this is the rule. These are the ratios of your plate, right? When you look at your plate, you got 60 to 70% leafy vegetables, green leafy vegetables, and other types of vegetables and legumes and, and whatnot. And then when you look at intermittent fasting and caloric restriction, it's the same, right? Caloric restriction falls under the intermittent fasting guideline, right? But caloric intake just says you've got to restrict it less than what you're burning every single day, right? Of your So if you're burning 1,500 calories per day, you'll want to burn 1,000 calories per day, but be cognizant of what you're putting in your mouth and the nutrition that's going to fuel you for the ne- until the next day. So I have, I'm curious about the ketogenic diet because that's a diet that when I see it, I'm hesitant. Like I'm not really attracted to it, the, the content of the diet, but you tell me that it's given you so much energy. I feel like if you ask any biohacker, that's been the premise of biohacking is ketogenic because it's not about 
when you think about low carb diet, it's kind of it, ketogenic falls under that umbrella in a sense because it, it's limiting your your carbs again general guidelines versus here's a strict rule of how to how to follow it this right and with ketogenic what you're really doing is you're eating high quality fat whereas with low carb you're just cutting out carbs and you're yeah you're increasing your fat but it doesn't describe what type of fat and what you should be eating which is this is completely opposite to like a plant-based <laughs> in a biohacking world what they're doing is they're restricting your carbs from your body burning carbs and then switching it to burning fat for fuel because you your body burns fat at so much more efficiently right feel much more energy and i've done it i did intermittent fasting first um, which, you know, if, if you do a lot of reading on intermittent fasting, there's times where intermittent fa- fasting with, with workouts burns a lot of like fat too. Um, there's certain hormones that's, you know, that's released when you're working out on fast, for example. But with ketogenic, I saw, and my friends have done it, have saw the most result in the shortest period of time of weight loss. It was very, very quick, you know, especially some guys that I knew they were burning you know, two, three pounds a week. They were just falling off of them, right? But again, it has to be quite fat. Sort of easy to do, right? Because you feel full. It's not that that's like, right. A low carb maybe will be harder or a calorie restriction diet. It is low carb. It is low carb, right? Um, because you, you're only, you're allowed 20 to 50 grams of carbs per day, right? But you get to eat your bacon as long as it's quality. You get to eat your grass fed, you know, butter and all this other stuff. So you're never, that's the one diet I would say, quote unquote, that I've never been hungry in, right? If I do a calorie restriction, I get hungry at some point. Even if I, you know, calorie restriction with Mediterranean, I get hungry. But there's never been a time where I was hungry in a ketogenic diet. I was always, I would crave carbs because I look at dessert and I was like, oh my gosh, I want that cake so bad. But, you know, once you get to, if you use it, to get to a short-term weight loss, then you'll get there very quickly. But then you have to decide what's your lifestyle. It's not, I don't think it's a sustainable lifestyle, but some biohackers love it and they'll sustain it. For me, it wasn't right for me. So here's the thing. This is, I think, the key that we understand what is a diet that you want to incorporate as a lifestyle? That would be a question for our Wonder Women listening. Ask yourself, what is the type of diet that I want? What lifestyle do I want? And then find the reason why you're picking one diet over another and also test it in you. Try out these different diets and see which one helps you feel your best and is the best one for the approach that you want. So if you want, since we're almost done, this goes so fast, Yambi, I can't believe it. (laughs) I would really like a challenge where, and this time I commit to this because this is why I want to bring this up, where I'm going to commit to trying the ketogenic diet for 15 days. Even though I'm resistant, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Make sure you're recording. I've, you know, your 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 physical, your cognitive, you know, and you'll start seeing the difference. Okay, wait. Remind me how we're gonna do this because this is important for everybody to write this down. You're gonna, well, we'll pick a diet, right? Yeah. Well, do we want to pick a couple diets and try it for five days? Three diets and try it for five days, or do we want to do one diet? We did the intermittent fasting, which was caloric restriction. If, if you think about it, if you skipped a meal and you ate normally the other two meals and you restricted a diet, uh, calories, right? I would say to simplify it, just pick a diet for the next 15 days and see how it makes you feel. And then throughout the year, everybody can try out different diets. 
but I'm saying more so that we can then share. And I want to remind our Wonder Women as well, we have our Facebook page. So share with us how you're feeling, how this challenge is going. And that way we can have a great conversation about the different diets out there and what they're doing uh, to our bodies. Obviously, I don't want to date ourselves. But do, we're going to do ketogenic diet around the holidays right now. And that's very hard. <laughs> but you don't need to do ketogenic. You can choose any diet. I choose ketogenic because I've never okay, done perfect, it. Perfect. Perfect. I'm doing a Mediterranean diet. <laughs> Good for you. I love it. Go for the Mediterranean is my normal. That is really my normal as well. <laughs> okay. So... Is there a diet out there that you want to try? Is there something out there that I want to try that's different out there right now? I don't know. You know, when you find something that really works in the combination of the diets that work, remember, you don't have to stick to one diet. You, you can take a little bit of everything because there's nutrition in, in a lot of these things, right? But you learn so much about each of these that, that works for your body that you could modify and put a combination menu together for yourself, right? So, well, I'll let you think. That's okay. I'll just let everybody decide. I know which one I'm going to pick. You think and you tell us in our next show which one you did pick. And we let our listeners also pick a diet that you want to try that you think can help you thrive and be your best and feel better. I'm going to try the ketogenic diet because it's something I want to try. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see your results. I'll do uh, Mediterranean. <laughs> okay, go for Mediterranean. What I would like you to tell us before we go, and we need to go because we're almost done, is what do we want to log? Oh, yes, definitely your energy, cognitive abilities, right? Cognitive abilities. Yeah. Okay, please go. It's still your spiritual and your mood. So the same as what we've always been doing. It's only that this time it's focused on how is this food making me feel right now. And and, and what I would love to see is, because we talked about weight loss, right? Weight. If you, if you can measure how many pounds you've lost or if you lost any, you know, I, I have... Here's the here's the thing with ketogenic. I've had friends who've been on it as as females and they couldn't see a change. And so the the best way to do this is get the keto strips where you pee on it and it tells you you're you're breaking down um if you're in ketosis, which is when you um when you're actually breaking down the fat, right? You release the ketones, and so that tells you if you're you're in ketosis. And some people, like for myself, I get in ketosis very, very quickly. And there are people that I know that takes forever to get into ketosis. They have to be so strict to get into, into to switch their body into that that burning state. It'd be interesting to see how you do in that. So get those measuring sticks and let's, let's do this. Perfect. So I guess I'll find that online without a problem. Thank you, Yemi. I'm excited. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, biohacking journey. We're talking about diet today. So it's a 15 day challenge on your diet. Share it with us on Facebook. Please, please, please go to Facebook and let us know how you're doing. This will be exciting. Awesome. Well, let's step it up, guys. Step it up every day. <laughs> bye bye. You've been listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Women, the podcast. Thank you for being a part of our community. If you haven't yet, join our private Facebook page and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another Wonder Women conversation. Our podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any question you may have regarding a medical condition.